This episode is brought to you by our affiliate, Gemini. Gemini is a well-respected cryptocurrency exchange started by Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss. If you're interested in purchasing Bitcoin, Ethereum, or other altcoins, please check out their website at gemini.sjv.io backslash Moontower to learn all about it. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Moon Tower Business Podcast. This is your host, Joseph O'Bell, and today I have the pleasure of speaking to Tom Slocum, who is a candidate for uh, Texas Railroad Commission. Tom, welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, sir. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Thank you for being here uh, on the podcast today. I, maybe we could just get started by uh, you introducing yourself to listeners a little bit and talk a little bit about your background and, uh, and why you're running for uh, Texas Railroad Commission. Yeah, so uh, my name's Tom Slocum. I'm from Houston, Texas. I'm fifth-generation Texan, and I'm fourth-generation oil and gas here in Texas. Um, I'm actually, right now at the moment, right around the corner from where my grandfather grew up here in Houston, Texas, working in oil and gas. I haven't been by this part of Houston in a while, but it brings the memories back. And I think we really need people in Austin, Texas, that have the real industry experience and have the deep roots to this industry we're coming under attack all the time for various things. And you really need to have somebody that has the industry's best interest at heart um, and isn't easily just bought off by special interest. There's a lot of corruption out there. I'm anti-corruption. I'm anti-tax. I saw a big tax get passed last year. They called it securitization. That's uh, $3.4 billion that's going on our natural gas bill. I, I am the biggest anti-tax, biggest fiscal conservative in this race, and I want to make sure that our taxpayer money is taken care of appropriately and isn't wasted, and that we don't have people in Austin that are constantly finding ways to tax us. Uh, that's what I, I saw last year with that. I wasn't happy with it, especially in a year when oil and gas delivered $15.8 billion in revenue to Austin. Usually it's only 11 or $12 billion. They could have easily paid for the cost of that bailout out of that tax revenue without putting an additional burden on Texans. But they chose instead to write themselves a check in Austin for $3.4 billion, Craig Abbott, uh, Phelan, and the rest of the bunch, and, and instead of going ahead and working within their budget. I haven't found a single Republican in the state of Texas that think that's a good idea. I also want to eliminate the flare gas tax. So it plays, plays right into Bitcoin mining. The flare gas tax is very important that we get rid of that. It's been around for several years, and there's a gentleman walking up to my truck right now. I'm going to have to interrupt you. So, that, so, right. um, so, so maybe um, for, for listeners that are not very familiar with uh, the Texas Railroad Commission and kind of its purview, can you talk a little bit about uh, what the Texas Railroad Commission does and then I guess what would be your priorities if you were elected? Yeah, so the Railroad Commission is in charge of oil and gas and mining in Texas. Uh, a lot of people don't know they cover mining, but they do. They cover mining as well. And so uh, that's just a little aspect of it. And while I'm not talking about Bitcoin mining, I'm talking about real, real physical mining of minerals. Um, but really, they cover oil and gas. And you wouldn't know that by the name. And uh, it probably needs to be changed. They haven't had anything to do with railroads since I graduated college in 2005 from A&M. So it's been a while. And uh, it's just... I'm proud to work in oil and gas. I'm proud of our energy industry here. I don't see why it's called the Railroad Commission. But, you know, they, they want to hold on to the name. And for whatever reason, citing, you know, fiscal 
reasons, but then again, they charge taxpayers $3.4 billion. You know, I don't think it costs that much money to rename the Railroad Commission, but they're really happy and they'll charge us $3.4 billion in the drop of the New York second. So, heck, you know, you know, I don't really buy that excuse. Uh, I'm proud to work in oil and gas. I'm not afraid of it. I'm not going to go stick my head in the sand if something happens. I'm going to go run over there and figure out what's going on. I've got the industry experience that you need in this position. We don't need career politicians there, in my opinion. Gotcha. Um, Bitcoin mining, it's its uh, getting uh, traction all over the country, especially in Texas, uh, West Texas, especially uh, in the oil and gas industry. It's its a new new thing. Uh, folks are using flare gas to uh, to, to mine Bitcoin uh, to run the, uh, the different uh, Bitcoin computers. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Um, how should uh, the state of Texas... Um, react to that should they should are you in favor of it and what, what are your thoughts generally oh i'm a big fan of it i'm such a big fan i helped start a company called artemis energy with Pat galloway we're working to land contracts right now to convert flare gas to bitcoin and we're looking to take all this flare gas liability that operators have because every time you have a flare up you have to maintain it you have to report it that's not good for an operator to have to deal with it we want to go ahead and, and remove that from the equation from them and, and uh, handle their flared gas and turn it into money. I mean, it's really, it's money that's being set on fire when you're not doing anything with it. We can at least make electricity out of it. If you want to make widgets with it, whatever you want to make. But if you want to mine Bitcoin, heck, whatever, get after it. We need more of it. And so I want to incentivize more of this by deregulating what we have. And so you eliminate the flared gas tax, number one. Number two, you streamline some of the permitting process and you help operators get that flare gas into electricity and we help operators put that onto the grid. We assist them with getting, uh, making sure that they can get their permits with FERC and with ERCOT and any license that they need to put electricity back onto the grid. We need to expedite that process, not slow it down. So we don't need additional barriers to making this happen. We need less barriers. We need to figure out a way to get all this flare gas onto the market without passing regulations. We need to repeal regulations to make it happen and make the free market come in here, charge forward and take over and go ahead and get all this flare gas to zero. Right now, flare gas is reported by the operator. It's self-reported. And so we really don't have a good idea of how much is being flared. But I, I really don't care how much is being cleared right now. I want it all gone and turned into money because that's money that operators can use to go put more holes in the ground, go make more oil. And that's what I'm about here. I'm a oil and gas guy. I want to make more money, make more oil coming out of the ground. So if I'm making you more money, it doesn't matter how that stream, if it's coming from Bitcoin or whatever, that's more money at the end of the day you get to use. And so I want to, I, I know this puts people to work. It makes the process more efficient. And at the end of the day, you get to clean up the environment a little. So what's wrong with that? You know, I mean, that's people are going to appreciate it when there's less flare gas out there and when more money is being generated in the economy. By eliminating the flare gas tax, you're creating that business tax revenue from that new business that just came out of nowhere, essentially. So it's common sense to do. Wyoming did it two years ago. I've been telling everybody in Austin to do it. They wouldn't listen to me. Now I'm running for office. Now all of a sudden people are like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. You know, it's like, well, yeah, when, you, when I'm running for office and I'm calling everybody out for not doing it, all of a sudden they want to pick up on it. It's the same thing with this $3.4 billion tax. Nobody mentioned securitization before I got out of the race. I'm the first person to point it out. And so far, 
I'm really the only person that's going around pointing out what happened in Austin and how that's a tax and how it should have been paid out of the budget. I'm, I'm one of the only people willing to take on the power structure it be. And I'll tell you something else. When it comes to leveling the playing field with green energy, we need statewide mandatory bonding for windmills, and we need it now. Right now, that bonding is done at the county level. It invites corruption. I told you I'm an anti-corruption candidate. We have to stomp out corruption. We can't allow counties to uh, really make bad deals for their taxpayers and allow these big wind companies to come in with their lobbyists and write checks to county judges and to county commissioners and try to make sweetheart deals with them for low bonding or no bonding whatsoever when they put up windmills. That's not good because if these wind power companies go bankrupt and there's no bonding money, that means that the people that live there in that county have to pay to decommission all of that. And it costs $500,000 to decommission one windmill. So if you've got hundreds of these windmills out there, windmill company goes bankrupt, they had low bonding or no bonding because some wind lobbyists came in there and wrote a bunch of campaign donations to judges and county commissioners. Heck, you're, you're just selling out your own people for campaign donations and low bonding. That's not good. So we take it out of the equation at the county level. We bring it to the state level. And the reason I want it at the state level is because in oil and gas, guess what? It's the same way. In oil and gas, if you want to go drill, if you want to go start a oil company, sir, and you want to go put wells on the ground, they're going to require you at the Railroad Commission to have statewide bonding. Common sense. You go bankrupt, money goes to them. It doesn't. You're not making sweetheart deals on a county basis, right? You can't, oil companies can't go into, I don't know, Grimes County, pick a county, any county in Texas, and say, hey, you know, we're going to write you a bunch of campaign cut checks. You know, we don't want, we want low bonding or no bonding. Well, okay, sure. That's what goes on right now with wind power. It has to stop. It's corrupt as hell. I am anti-corruption. Let's level the playing field. All right. I'm not against wind power. I want to level the playing field and end the corruption. That's it. How much has Bitcoin mining grown in the past uh, couple of years in the oil and gas industry? Like how, how many companies are kind of adopting this, uh, this method? And is it good for the economy overall? Oh, it's great for the economy overall. It, it's, it produces jobs, creates jobs. Uh, it makes energy uh, production more efficient. It, it makes the whole process more efficient when you, when you have Bitcoin mining taking place. But it also strengthens our economy. Um, the American dollar has been weakened so much. You know, our, 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 con- our currency has been run into the ground by our government. Our government is our own worst enemy when it comes to our American dollar. And people can say, oh, well, Bitcoin, that's, uh, that's what thieves use and whatever. Well, I mean, what, well, how about gold bar? How about silver booty? Like, really? I mean, there's lots of currency out there. If, if you want to be a thief, uh, you know, you can move money around the world. People have been doing it for years. But the Bitcoin, you know, it scares the government because they can't control how much of it there is out there. All right? That is why the government hates it. They can't control it. And, and that's yeah, always what the government is, is trying to do, control things. And if they can't control a currency, you saw what happened in China. You know, they said, oh, we're just going to outlaw it. You know, um, there's certain countries, they need Bitcoin. Bitcoin is, is bringing freedom to them. All right. 
And so that's what people need to notice right now. Who is outlawing Bitcoin and who is embracing it? And what's going on in those countries? And how are those people treated by their governments? And, and reading in between the lines here, people, you know, and Bitcoin is important to the world for all kinds of reasons. But that's one of the biggest reasons. And I think it falls right in line, draws a great parallel with energy freedom. Because Bitcoin, to some degree, is like currency freedom. Lots of oil and natural gas, especially natural gas delivered to anybody, is energy freedom. It allows for democracy to flourish when you have lots of cheap, plentiful energy and when you're allowed to use Bitcoin. It's a good thing for your economy. It's not bad. It's a net positive always at the end of the day, if you ask me. And I think it's a great experiment for us all to look at this and see how it rolls out. Because there is only 21 million Bitcoin, right? That's it. That's right. Texas seems to be pretty supportive generally overall uh, for, for Bitcoin mining and just for Bitcoin companies in general. Uh, you know, entrepreneurs moving to the state of Texas to uh, set up, you know, different types of uh, companies in the Bitcoin space. Um, do you think we should continue to embrace that? Oh, yeah, most definitely. We have to. You know, Texas is the beacon of, of freedom um, in America. And lately, you know, Florida has been kind of taking that from us a little bit. Unfortunately, they've been leading the way and we've been following instead of leading. And that needs to change in Texas. But we need to be the leader in Bitcoin. We need to repeal the flare gas tax. We need to promote this as much as we can. And we need to let the world know that Texas is extremely Bitcoin friendly, the most Bitcoin friendly state in the nation. We have to support this currency uh, and let the government know that they're being put on notice and that, you know, you can't control this and people are going to use it. And, uh, you know, that maybe the government should clean up their ways and they should stop printing money and devaluing our currency like crazy so they can spend it in foreign wars and spend it on big government programs that don't work. All this big, wasteful government spending devaluing our currency, it's got to stop. It's got to stop. And uh, this is one way to help make it stop. Well, then I'm, I'm behind it. One million percent. Well said. Um... I know you got a lot going on today. So, uh, what other, what else before we wrap up here? Would you like to highlight uh, with listeners about your campaign and, and some of your priorities if elected? Well, to, uh, if you vote, commission? if you vote for me, you're going to get the best person possible at the railroad commission, as far as industry goes, but also somebody that actually cares about our environment too. I'm going to donate twenty five thousand dollars of my railroad commission salary to go plug orphan wells. I'm not going to give it to the organization I founded. I'm going to give it to another one. Uh, another 501c3 here in Texas that does this. I'm going to set the example as a railroad commissioner that we need to eliminate orphaned wells in Texas because it hurts business. It's not good for operators to have all these orphaned wells out there. It really messes things up. It messed me up when I was an operator. We had one not too far away from us. We had to cut back the, our plans, everything we were going to do because of this orphaned well. If we as an industry come together and eliminate all these orphaned wells as fast as we can, not only will it be better for operators, but we'll have a better public perception. The public will look at us and say, hey, these people know what they're doing. And it'll get all these organizations like Carbon Tracker and all these Democrat-run uh, liberal groups, green groups that want to beat oil and gas down and raise our bonding. It will make them have no ammo, no fuel to come after us. And uh, that's what we need to do. We need to disarm all these leftists that are pointing the finger at us. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to fight these people tooth and nail as hard as possible and be the best railroad commissioner and the toughest fighter at the state level for Texans that care about their money, care about their environment, and care about their jobs. 
Excellent. Uh, for folks that want to learn more about you online or on social media, what's the best way to find you? Yeah, you can reach out to me. Um, you can go to my website, slocumfortexas.com. That's slocum, S-L-O-C-U-M-F-O-R, texas.com. You can also follow me on Facebook, at Slocum for Texas, at Tom Slocum for Texas. On Twitter, uh, I think it's at Slocum for Texas. Follow me on LinkedIn, Tom Slocum Jr. I've got a lot of posts there. I've got a great following there. We've got a great community on LinkedIn of oil and gas professionals, people in the business community. Uh, that's where you're going to find some of my deepest thoughts and, and uh, more lengthy posts. Uh, but I'm very active on social media, and I'm going to remain active on social media, I'm getting my message out to Texans about energy freedom and about going to war with the people that want to shove the new Green Deal down our throat. I'm going to fight harder, and I'm going to fight this corruption. I don't care what kind of corruption it is. If I come across it and it's working its way into Austin, I want it out. And I got news for everybody. If you've got an Aggie ring on your finger and you're in Austin and you're up to no good, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, Bitcoin's at 42000 uh, Do you have an end-of-year prediction uh, with the price? 42? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, I, I bet you it's north of 42. Uh, end-of-year, man. Oh, I, I'm going to guess. Uh, I'm going to go with 71. 71,000. I feel, I feel like it's a good number. I think it'll break seven. Awesome. Love it, man. Hey, Tom, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, uh, talking a little bit about your your candidacy and, and uh, the priority of Bitcoin uh, mining ask in the state me, of Texas. Ask me what you think the price of oil is going to be. <laughs> What's the price of oil going to be at the end of the year? <laughs> I think by the end of the year, we might be in trouble on that, man. I think the price of oil might be north of $120 a barrel. And that's not good for consumers. You know, the industry benefits from it, but really, that is terrible for consumers and people that work. They have to they have to buy fuel to go up and down the road. We need more refineries and we need to make sure that people in America are getting cheap, affordable fuel, right? That needs to be our one of our number one priorities. And we need to make sure we do everything in Texas to make that happen. I'm I'm very worried about the inflation that we're seeing. And I don't know what our economy is going to do over the next few years. We can sustain this level of inflation without having some kind of major correction or have something terrible happen. But um, I, I do hope that we're able to keep the price of oil under $120 a barrel so uh, it doesn't hurt Americans. You know, it, we don't need to be in the business of hurting Americans. And that means we've got to work with our government and cut regulation, beef up production. We need more refineries. We need to build more pipelines. They need to figure out the Keystone XL pipeline because that feeds refineries at the end of the day. It's going to help us bring down the price of oil. So uh, that's what I want to see happen to help address that. If the federal government wants to cut some of their fuel taxes, heck, you know, that's one way to lower the price of fuel tomorrow if they want to. So we'll see what the feds do about this. But I know in Texas, we're going to do everything we can to lower the price for everyone. And I want to lead that battle. Great stuff, man. Appreciate your time. Best of luck in the, on the uh, race. And uh, thanks for all you're doing in the Bitcoin uh, mining space. Thank you, Joseph. It's, it's a pleasure being with you today. And you have a great one, sir. This episode is brought to you by our affiliate Gemini. Gemini is a well-respected cryptocurrency exchange started by Cameron and Tyler Winklevoss. If you're interested in purchasing Bitcoin, Ethereum, or other altcoins, please check out their website at gemini.sjv.io backslash moontower to learn all about it. Thank you.